Michelle Danner on the fishbowl. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank thank you for taking the time to swim in the bowl with me. First question I wanted to ask you is you've had a very, very extensive career. You've kind of done it all. And I was asking what got you interested in film to and uh, I guess acting to begin with. Well, I was raised as a child in Europe. In Paris, I traveled a lot. My whole entire life has been about lots of travel. But I was raised in Paris, and my dad at the time was uh, the first one to head the William Morris Agency in Paris. So I grew up with having tons of well-known actors and directors and performers come to the house, and I would, you know, hide under my dad's desk at the William Morris and... So I was in, and I started to act at a very young age in Paris. And so this was something that was ingrained in me. It was in my DNA. And as I grew up and moved to, moved back to New York, because I was actually born in New York and then we moved to Paris, but moving back to, to the city, I studied with some great teachers such as Stella Adler and Uta Hagen and some other great, great folks, and was passionate about acting. And then when I moved to L.A., I became passionate about directing, because ultimately it all ties into one thing, which is, you know, storytelling, wanting to tell stories. And I always saw that art form as being something magical, whether it be on stage, which I'm very passionate about. I just came back from New York and went to see Hades Town and loved it, and I always try to see, you know, everything that I can see. And then back here, you know, when I moved uh, to L.A., I started to become very fascinated with films and, and the medium and the fact that it's you can reach the biggest classroom in the world. Alongside with that, started to teach and, you know, realized I was good at it. And I had a lot of great information to pass down because that's how you see it. You know, when you're when you're a teacher and you study a lot with a lot of different people. It almost feels like a duty to pass it down. And so that's what I did. And what I'm continuing to do is teach. As a matter of fact, I'm headed to Hawaii, to Waikiki this weekend to teach a, a class that I teach all over the world called the Golden Box, which gives actors tools to create, to break down a script, to find a riveting character. Yeah, those were my, my inspirations came from a very early age. Awesome, fantastic. I just had to, to say that I actually went to went to school for film. My major was screenwriting and to be able to talk to someone who's in the business and has kind of done it all, I was wondering what sort of advice would you have for not just screenwriters but filmmakers, actors, anybody that's looking to try and I guess break into the entertainment business. First, you should understand, you know, the business and understand what, you know, what, what's out there. there. There's a lot. Obviously, it's the golden age of television. When people say to me, I don't watch TV. I say, well, you know, it's not TV. TV is reality shows. But if you're talking about a show, for instance, you know, Euphoria or Madman or Breaking Bad or, you know, Homeland, th that's not TV. Those are shows that you have to watch or Handmaid's Tale or Ozark. Just to understand a little bit, you know, what what breaks through, what people are, are interested in. So to study, I think first and foremost, I see myself studying till, you know, the day I die. I'm always going to be reading and watching to really study and to take the time to learn your craft. I think that is a quintessential thing 
everybody feels like they have something to say, and that is great, because that's why you should go into it, because you have something very powerful to say. You need to take the time to learn and to learn the skills. It's a skill set, whether it is for screenwriting or directing or acting or producing. Learn the craft. Awesome. Definitely going to take that to heart, and I, I hope I hope my listeners do as well. I also wanted to ask you, you're the co-founder of the Ed, Ed uh, Edgemar Center for the Arts and Los Angeles Acting Conservatory. How did that all come about? Well, I found this space. There was an awesome space and a building designed by Frank Gehry. I always remember that fateful night where I broke in illegally with my little flashlight. I would trespass. And I had this little knot in my stomach. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to get arrested. But we were looking for a space to, to build some theaters. And, and this one really spoke to us. There was a magic. There was a creative energy. And it wasn't that easy. To raise capital campaign, it was a million point three. And, uh, you know, I, I always joke that I know more about drywall, electricity, plumbing than I would ever want to know. You know, I we found a way to build these beautiful, beautiful two theaters with an art gallery. And there's so much magic that happens. The classes, you know, the acting, Michelle Danner acting, studio and conservatory is the foundation of much. You know, we also have, have a film festival an annual film festival, and just coming from New York now and attending the uh, Altine uh, Film Festival, I mentioned to you, you know, the importance of film festivals and how they're there to give forum a voice and inspire filmmakers of all ages. I think it's just a, it's an important uh, program to have, an important event. It's a boutique, you know, film festival, and we have films that are entered from all over the world, you know, it's, it's always inspiring. Every year that we do it, it's, it's inspiring. If it's well done, it serves purpose. Awesome. For other filmmakers, what, I guess, being someone that, that is in the position that you're at, what film festivals would you suggest for filmmakers and screenwriters to enter versus ones, I guess, not to? Well, I think that you have to study again. You have to research and study the film festivals, you know, in our country and around the world. And, uh, and if you have something unique that has tremendous vision, then, you know, nothing is impossible. You know, people say, oh, well, you can only get into those big film festivals if you have names in your movie. Well, necessarily, not necessarily. If it's something that's really unique and, and distinct and has a distinct voice. But um, you have to have a budget because to enter film festivals can be quite expensive. But, you know, you get validated. I directed a movie that just got in several film festivals. And, you know, when somebody says yes, just because it's very competitive. So when someone says yes, you know, it does it does feel good. And then when you are nominated or you win something, it also feels good. It's not the end-all, be of everything. And certainly your validation should not depend on whether someone says yes to you or not. But it also means that your work gets to be seen. So I think that all film festivals have a lot of value to them. You just have to research. Some of them obviously are niche film festivals. They're genre. They're horror film festivals. They're comedy. So you have to, depending on what you have, you know, the movie, the short or the documentary that you have, targeted for, you know, make a list of the film festivals that feel the right ones for you, you know, in different tiers. In the top tier, and the next tier, and then the next tier after that. Awesome. Back to the uh, Acting Conservatory and Center for the Arts. You, you've taught some very, very well-known actors today. 
I was wondering if you, you were allowed to share in any interesting stories about some of your students who are now, I guess, you know, stars. Well, it is true. I have worked with a tremendous, you know, variety of different performers and, and I've enjoyed working almost with everyone. There is not to the exception of, I mean, everybody has had. And, you know, I, I hate to drop names. So, you know, it's, it's, it's on the website. It's there to be found. And certainly, you know, I, I can't disclose anything that's, that's private and, you know, to someone's process. But uh, not only that, but I, I've worked, you know, with, with actors as a coach. And I've worked with a slew of well-known actors on set. My last movie, uh, Bad Impulse, I have some tremendous actors. Paul Sorvino is in it. So to watch the difference, you know, with how Paul Sorvino works and prepares and an English actress called Sonia Walger and an Australian actor called Grant Bowler and uh, an actor, an American actor called uh, James Landry Herbert, who has a part in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, the Quentin Tarantino movie. I mean, those are all extraordinary talents. And, you know, and everybody has a different way of, of working. Everybody, you know, some people mark their scripts up and they put color tabs and, you know, and, and others uh, leave, you know, the, uh, pretend as if they've never looked at the script. For instance, I did a movie with Norman Reedus called Hello, Herman, and he would come on set and he would go, what scene? Oh, I thought we were doing a different scene. And, you know, he was just really relaxed and everything, but turns out he was prepared for everything. He knew exactly what scene we were going to shoot. So his nonchalance was uh, a cover from, you know, he had put a lot of thought into the character and knew exactly how he was going to, to play it. I'm always amazed, you know, whether I work with actors uh, coaching them or directing them, the process, the how everybody has a unique process. Thus, the what I created is the golden box, which is that actors put tools that they learn, not only through the craft, actual technique. And I embrace all kinds of different techniques. Stella Adler, you know, Ura Hagen, who I studied with. Uh, Lee Strasberg, Sandy Meisner. I also studied, you know, with Bill Esper in New York. So all the different techniques have value to them. The one thing that I always ran from was the idea of dogma, that there should just be one way of doing it. I always rebelled against that idea. I always felt there. So there's many different ways. And you learn and, and find out the tools that are the most practical for you, the most um, that, that work for you. You put those into your toolbox and then you learn by being on set, by being on stage. And those discoveries go into your toolbox and then life, living life. And all the lessons we learn on a daily basis, we also put those in our toolbox. So it's an amalgamation of all those tools. And that constitutes our process, the way that we approach a script, a story, a character. And so I have a fascination, whether I am, you know, teaching someone, coaching them, or if I'm directing them. I am uh, I'm always in awe of how actors, artists prepare to inhabit a character. Very cool. I, I did. I did want to talk about your your the film Bad Impulse. If if you could give a little insight on what the film's about and what people can expect, and I guess if you, if if there's a, a release date for it yet. Yes. So it's a very timely movie about what well, we're doing. You know, the festivals right now, and I think uh, it'll definitely have a release next year. We're talking to several distributors, but it's got a great cast. It's uh, it's got a great story. It's a supernatural psychological thriller slash horror. 
inspired by The Shining. And uh, it's got some awesome performances in it. I love the story. A friend of mine that I've collaborated with many times, Jason uh, Chase Terrell, he wrote it. And thematically, it really supported, you know, the lengths that any human being would go to to save the people that they love, to protect their family. And it's very timely because it's got a, a security system involved. <laughs> it's like Big Brother is watching you. You know, I have an Alexa in my room and uh, my sisters, you know, always give me a, a rough time because they go, it's listening in. It's listening to what you're saying. <laughs> but I go, well, I don't know if I'm that interesting. It's fine. I turn it off at night and keep it on when it's, you know, of use to me. But, you know, this idea that, you know, Big Brother is watching and even our cell phones, as we know, speak back to us and the Alexa does. And so it, this could be, uh, it's a feature film, but uh, it, it uh, tackles some of the themes. Of, you know, if you watch Black Mirror. Oh, yes. Um, like a Black Mirror feature film, it's but it's all under a, uh, you know, a thriller. So it moves and you don't know, you know, what's going to happen. And, um, yeah, I'm very, uh, very proud and, and happy, uh, you know, that I that I did it. And uh, now I'm prepping for another movie. So uh, you give your all to a story that you're telling and it's so uh, intricate and so many levels there's so much to to think about i'm still finishing actually some elements of sound design and then you know you pour yourself into another project awesome well i have two closer questions for you okay. and the first one is what are some of your favorite films just just in general and and then uh the last one is if you have any other um, upcoming projects to promote? Okay, great. Well, I am just, you know, I watch a lot of content. So I have a lot of things. You know, for instance, I just finished watching yesterday Succession on HBO. And once you get attached to a show that you love or a movie, you know, there's, I'm sure it's the same with a lot of people. I have a bit of a, a mourning thing going on. I mourn it. So sometimes I wait a little bit before tackling something else or watching something else because I miss, you know, what I just saw or, or I want to watch it again. So Succession, I think, is a particularly good show. Uh, I just watched that on HBO. Well, I just went to see Joker uh, in the movie theater. I loved that. I don't know, did you get a chance to see that? I actually saw that uh, the night before it opened, and I, I was I was blown away. Um, I, I, I thought, I, I'm a huge Scorsese fan, and I saw the two like main movies that um, a lot of inspiration was taken from for those, uh, The King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, and yeah. I, I was really blown away. I loved it, and, uh, and the last uh, Tarantino movie was great. I mean, there is just so much. The truth is that there is so much, and I was just in New York, and I saw two fun French movies uh, and an Italian movie. So it's it's worldwide, you know. Uh, storytelling is universal. It's the whole world. And there's just so much to see, whether it's a show or whether it's a movie or a classic or a new movie coming out. Uh, my son who's 17 now, said to me, you know, I used to be the one before I gave birth to my children that would watch four movies in a row because I had the time to do that. <laughs> now I don't. But he's the one that says, let's do a double feature. Let's watch this and then let's watch that. So there's like four movies that are out that he is just hot to go see. Um, one is Parasite, I believe. And, you know, there's just so much. It's hard to say. I mean, I'm a, I'm a romantic at heart. 
So I could tell you that some of the classics that I love are Gone with the Wind and When Harry Met Sally, Love the Godfather, Casablanca. You know, all of of the classics have a special place in my heart. But uh, it was such a time right now where there's so many great things to see. You know, it's just it's it's all inspiring. I'm finishing to watch Euphoria tonight because that actually is a good segue into uh, an inspiration for uh, the next movie that I'm going to direct called The Runner. I'm really thrilled about because although I did not write it, it came of me, from me. I wrote a treatment based on a news report that I had seen that made me sob about how our kids are used as sacrificial lambs. But all this will be told again through a suspense action thriller. Um, uh, I don't know yet, uh, you know, much about uh, who's, uh, you know, what, where. I mean, I have an idea. We're going to shoot it in six weeks from now. We're in the midst of casting. And uh, I'm, I think it's, it's a very timely uh, project. So you could say that I'm definitely drawn to telling timely stories, things that are happening in our society today that I feel need to be talked about. Awesome. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to swim in the bowl with me. I hope the temperature was just right. It was just perfect. I love swimming in the bowl. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I, I, I'd love to have you on again anytime. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.